0: Friend, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big a This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, your host, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. It's wonderful to have you with us uh, today and I would like you to uh, stay with us for the whole hour because we have quite a full program today with uh, quite a few things going on, Uh, but a wonderful uh, topic to talk about because uh, we are... uh, uh, Today, uh, talking about the uh, end times, you know, and when we mention those words, uh, uh, our ears are big, and people are interested to see what's uh, going to happen. Please stay tuned with us, uh, as I said, and also, you know, by now, if you are um, a regular uh, listener, that you can be part of this program, and you can send a text message to zero four three point eight eight zero eight double one with your thought a question whatever you want to share with us and we'll be very happy to have you uh with us today part of this program hey i would like also to thank all those people who send us messages um because last week uh, we had uh, Roby Bergam uh from Faith FM Radio here with us in the studio and uh, guys you just inundated us with a lots of messages while Roby was here i wonder if you still love us uh, <laughs> prove that today if uh, if you're listening today send us a message from where you are listening maybe again how is the weather over there and um yeah just say hello to us here to myself, here, yeah, Nick Curita and Tracy Papandreou, our uh, regular co-host and David De Lima from Family Voice Australia. Guys, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, Nick. It's good to be
0: here. Nick, Tracy, wonderful to be broadcasting. It's good to have you guys here. And I'm, ju- I was just so keen to, Thank these guys for letting us know that uh, they are listening from all parts Mm -hmm. of Australia. And I may go to just um, uh, mention some names there or at least some places where uh, they listen uh, uh, to us. Now, as I just mentioned um, uh, here a moment ago... um, I would like to thank uh, Tracy in particular. She's coming back now with us uh, just for um, her regular um, break, you know. Uh, And yeah, you can, Tracy, take uh, uh, a week off every month, you know. Well, they say
1: variety is a spice of life, and that gives people a chance to have a little bit of a. A bit of a change, another voice on Fridays. So yeah, gives them a chance to miss me. I hope
0: we allow that, you know, (laughs) I mean, and it's, you know, it's good to, to miss somebody than to, to be able to be. Even more refreshed. Yes. You know, in yes. The presence. But, uh, That's what we
1: hope anyway.
0: We love to have you uh, with us here every time, uh, Tracy. Now, just um, while I'm mentioning that, uh, Tracy, you are still uh, worshipping with um, Brighton Church here mm. in South Australia. And um, as I like to mention many times, you know, Tracy, you are uh, um, passionate about sharing the gospel sharing about jesus with as many people as uh, uh, possible now i would like you to um, share with us something which is going to happen actually at uh, your church
1: Yeah I'm really excited about this actually On Saturday the 18th of March Starting at 11am We have Dr Ron Nella From CM Australia Coming along And uh, he is a geomorphologist And he's a CMI speaker And what he's going to be talking on Is from evolutionist to creationist, a bit of his own story Mm -hmm. In the morning program And then we uh, have an afternoon program Which starts at 2pm False teachers in the modern world world. Now, I have um, caught Ron on video on YouTube, actually, and I was very impressed what he had to share. You know, I think sometimes people get really confused today because, you know, they get bombarded about all of this evolution um, information and... Christians sometimes are trying to kind of make it all fit together Mm. when in fact they don't need to. You know, there's so much evidence for creation. For both evolution and creation, it requires a bit of faith. We don't have absolute proof in either. Mm. But I think um, people will, when they come along to listen to Ron and what he has to say, and he's obviously he's an expert in his field, Uh, I think you know, they will be more comforted about the fact that what we actually read in the Bible is a record of what took place. So I encourage people to come along. Uh, So it's being held on Saturday, the 18th of March at Brighton Seventh Day Adventist Church, which is at 10 Amelia Street Hove. Now, if anybody's got any inquiries, they should phone Pastor Gary, uh, who he he uh, he's Commander-in-Chief at, at our church and they can um, contact him on 0438 066 if there are any inquiries. So, But I encourage all our listeners to come along. You'll really be blessed through that.
0: And if you missed that number, you can always contact Faith FM. Yes. You contact us and uh, you can leave a message on zero four triple eight. Eight zero eight double one. I'm inviting you to this number, my dear friend, listening today, to share with us and let us know where you're listening from and uh, how you enjoy uh, these uh, times with us. Yeah, even though we haven't got Robbie Bergman with us in the studio today but we have here uh, people uh, the same caliber uh, Tracy Papandreou and uh, David De Lima from Family Voice Australia. I'd like to say uh, thank you to uh, Darren Mount Olive you said you were listening there uh, last time um, and also there are a few other people, James uh, from Berry and who else uh, we had there? We had Stefan from New South Wales, what? Bowral, Bowral yeah, in yes. New South Wales. Oh, it's right. a lovely,
1: lovely town. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, there are two. Yeah, James from the same place. Yep. And uh, who else? We had Tim there. Thank you, Tim, for listening. From Newcastle. From Newcastle. Uh, That's
1: good. We have a good New South Wales contingent. Following y- yes.
0: Us. And but I said last time, and I'm repeating now, my dear friend from Adelaide. Let us know here, you know, we are from Adelaide broadcasting from the beautiful city of Adelaide, the city of churches here. Let us know if you're listening from Adelaide. Another one from uh, Auburn. Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, Bridget, is that? Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, yeah, another one from Queensland. No, but look at
1: that. They're asking, can we get Faith FM in Queensland? So this is great. This is obviously somebody who has maybe they're wanting to know more information. And they're listening on on the the app. app. Yes, that's
0: wonderful. Uh, And we're working on that, actually. I may get in touch with my friend in um, Queensland there to expand the, the network there as much as possible. But yeah. Thankful. Thank you for letting us know, Arthur. Uh, also, thank you for uh, writing to us. And uh, who else we have? We have quite a few messages here. Um, it there was
1: Byron Bay. Something yeah, from there Byron was, Bay. Yeah, that, that's
0: right. That's right. Byron Byron Bay. It's an unknown. Um, yeah, not named for that one. But yeah, thank you for listening to us. Um, somebody from Northern Territory in uh, Edith near uh, Catherine, and I hope everything is going okay there uh, with the flooding uh, around. Uh, um, what's the name there?
1: Uh, Jonah. Jonah. Jonah.
0: Jonah, yes. Mm. I can't see properly from here. I need uh, to change my glasses. Uh, oh, we're tracing. a team.
1: We're a team. <laughs> but we're a
0: team here, yeah. Oh, that's good. I've been in Catherine, wonderful place. Uh, Places there, and thank you for listening on uh, on vast uh, yeah in Northern Territory. Uh, wow, very very good. Uh, lots of people listening to us, and um, we really enjoy. Uh, it's encouraging, view. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, and it helps uh, us to
1: know we're not just speaking into microphones for nothing. There are actually <laughs> real people on the other side.
0: Yes, now we know that. We know that we have very good, faithful listeners yes. uh, on FateFM. and particularly here on Drive Time um, with uh, Nick Rita, Tracy Papandreou, and David DeLima uh, today uh, looking at a very important um, uh, theme for the whole week. We we search around this um Theme Bible Jesus and end times, and we we talked already. You know, ask some questions during the week. Uh, questions like, uh, uh, should we all become preppers? <laughs> you may know that word, yeah. Those people in America is very popular. People just preparing all sorts of bunkers and things like that for the apocalyptic uh, thing coming. Um, And uh, there was a very good discussion, by the way, uh, on that program. If you missed that one, you can always go back and listen to uh, the program on our FaithFM Australia app. If you don't have it yet, my dear friend, download it. Make sure that you have it. Otherwise, faithfm.com.au, you can visit our website. And uh, we had another question we looked at uh, was, um, did the Old Testament ever talk? about the end times or this is just a New Testament uh, thing and some people say I'm just a believer of the New Testament and some other people which I come across says no I want to just keep the Old Testament And but both Old Testament and New Testament speaks about the end times and it was really good to hear on that program uh, also uh, some very good information Um, a good question was is talk of the end times, just sensational, fear-mongering? I thought it was a wonderful question. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, again, our friend, uh, Pastor Gary, with uh, Lindy, addressing that question. The other day, uh, Fabiano and Hugh um, asked this question, apocalyptic books, should they scare me? Now, there are lots of... Um, books written and movie made uh, in regard to this uh, topic. But in the Bible, we have in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, apocalyptic books, if you like to call it like that, just to mention the book of Daniel, the books, book of Revelation. Very important, very good uh, good uh, things to look into the Bible and learn more. But today we have this question and we hope to bring it a little bit together in a very positive way. Uh, how do I live In the waiting time, if we are preparing for a climatic event uh, at the end of the days, how we are waiting? I think this is a very important, very good uh, question uh, to ask. But just before we moving um, further, I just want to put a plug this time with um, something which will invite you to be part here in Adelaide or all around uh, Australia. Just uh, take this one for a moment and we'll we'll be back uh, very shortly. This program
2: is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. News is full of bad news. Wars, viruses, political corruption. It leaves you wondering if there's any good news. Join Faith FM presenter Nick Kreta for Secrets of Prophecy, a deep study into the Bible and the good news it promises for you and me. Secrets of Prophecy is happening in multiple locations all around Adelaide right now. So to find a time and location that suits you, call or text 0477 357
0: 660. That's 0477 357 660. And don't hesitate to contact us, actually, and we'll be very happy to study the Bible together, even in a more personal uh, um, setting, you know, um, call our uh, number and or send us a text message, whatever it's easy for you, or even write an email, and we'll be very happy to uh, get in touch with you. Also, we have offer for uh, you today. I'm going to just mention this offer because uh, we don't want you to miss on this, my dear friend, in case of uh, um, for some reason you may lose us or uh, uh, you may need to just uh, stop listening, which uh, I, don't, uh, um, I don't encourage anyone to switch the <laughs> radio off or keep listening to our program today. Um, the offer is End Time Hope. Now, with all those uh, fear-mongering and all other things about end time, there is hope. And this is a wonderful book by uh, Mark uh, Finley. Terrorist uh, uh, threats, school violence, uh, devastating tornadoes and earthquakes and uh, uh, floods uh, and even the rising of uh, nuclear threat again, you know, all around the world and uh, with these uh, countries, what's happening around it's enough to frighten everybody unless you understand what's behind today's headlines this book provides answers to the confusing dilemma this world is facing you will experience hope as you read each chapter i'm inviting you my dear friend to request this book. Please stay tuned with us. We'll come just a little bit later to give you the code which we have uh, prepared for you today. But I'm just turning now to David. Uh, David DeLima from Family Voice Australia with us today. And it's good to have you, David, with us. Uh, What's in the pipeline, uh, to say so, just uh, uh, right now, just on this uh, uh, segment of World Watch? I know that yesterday was quite a special day. Yes, indeed. Now, the theme for today is
3: really occupying until the Lord returns and how should we live? Well, we are encouraged to seek the shalom of the city. You know, when God's people were sent off to Babylon in in exile, they didn't want to be there. They were waiting for the end times. They were not being productive, settling down, etc. And they were instructed to do precisely that, to settle down, plant, build, etc. So part of our... Responsibility as God's people is to ensure the peace and harmony of our society. And this week, as you've suggested, Nick, is an important week. It's the 125th anniversary of the placement, or the decision, I should say, of the what we call the Founders of Federation, those Fathers of Federation. This is back in 1898. They resolved in Melbourne to put into the Constitution these words, the people humbly relying on the blessing of Almighty God. So those words were put in because Christians rise up. They were taking seriously their responsibility to occupy until the Lord returns, seeking the shalom of the city, and they wanted to ensure that as this new nation of Australia was being formed, which of course occurred in 1901, but in the lead up they wanted to ensure that the emerging constitution would provide recognition of God as sovereign. So those words again, the people humbly relying on the blessing of Almighty God. It was 125 years ago this week that the founders decided uh, as a result of public pressure and Christian concern to put those words into the rule book that is the Constitution of Australia. They're still there
0: to this Mm, day. mm. That's very important, uh, David. And uh, where are we today, David, in the... uh, in the public in the political uh, world uh, we recognizing mm-hmm. uh, the benefits of um, uh, having the spiritual aspect strong mm. and uh, yeah, w- where are we david hopeless mm. <laughs> <laughs> one word hopeless
3: can uh, you share a little bit Yes. D- well, look, here here in south australia we've got two national football teams we've got the crows and the port power I think there are about 37,000 members of the Port Power Football Club, about 50,000 of the Crows, whereas we've only got about 15,000 members of the political parties. Now, there's nothing wrong with the footy or joining the football club, but what does that say about our priorities? We are abdicating responsibility in this culture. We are giving Parliament its autonomy and saying, well, we've elected you now for three or four years. New South Wales election coming up in a few days' time. And uh, we're basically saying, we'll get on with it and and just leave us out. Well, thank God that Christians rose up 125 years ago and said, uh, we won't vote for this, we won't agree with with this scheme for nationhood unless God has given us position. Well, there's no reason why we couldn't go back to those times. We just need to study history and scripture, recognise our responsibilities also, look around the world and see how miserable life can be in other places that have turned their backs on God. Mm, mm. So, uh, the, the short answer to your question, uh, Nick, is that we're doing a pretty lousy job politically in our culture, and we need to lift our game.
0: And I think it's a lot of work to do, as you just said, uh, David. Any thoughts? You, I thought, uh, Tracy, you in this regard, what do you think uh, about… Um the condition, yeah, we are in or are we too comfortable, uh, particularly in the Western world, with a good life and all, all other things, um, where there is not a conflict or even a catastrophic um, event or um, you know whatever
1: I think um, there are quite vocal mi- minorities mm-hmm. which are getting a lot of um, the ear of politicians because they are the squeaky wheel. Mm. And I think um, Christians have for too long thought, well, you know, we want to respect everybody and and obviously we do. Mm. But there's a point where we also have to say, well, hey, we also have to respect ourselves and respect our leader and we need to stand for the things that are important. Mm. And I think unfortunately... The way society is going, uh, God, Jesus is becoming less and less important to people in their lives. Um, in well, to well, no, I can say that because you know the census was done, and there are much fewer people who um, who actually um, uh,
0: declare themselves declare that they, themselves. they are Christians.
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that means that it becomes more and more difficult. Uh, it, we are more and more in a situation where our views, our thoughts, are just going to be completely trampled on mm-hmm. unless we do begin to to stand up. You know, I, I, Nick, I was just telling you uh, before we actually went on air that I heard of a an awful joke that was said by a comedian through the week about Jesus, uh, and it was only I was I was. Very pleased to hear that the television program that actually allowed that to be aired were forced to actually give an apology, albeit it seemed, you know, people just going through the motions, Mm. but an apology the following day. Now, that wouldn't have happened if Christians didn't actually stand up and say hang on there's a point where we just cannot accept this so i was very pleased to see people actually stand up you know we've got to stand up for our mm. our god and mm. our jesus you know and and we're too worried about upsetting other people and their views that we often think that we're all we're not allowed to have a yeah. view
0: and and that's what we encourage people you know to uh, have a voice i mean not to be uh you know um, arrogant or to be uh, angry or to all those things but have a voice yes. uh, stand up for what you believe in because uh, we are here in particularly in a country of Australia with freedom of speech. Yes. And uh, I hope that this is not going not to for change. Now,
1: for now. Yeah, but
0: I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If we, if we don't, um, you know, by, by default, actually, if you don't speak, yes. you know, some others will uh, take uh, the position, you know, and you'll be just uh, slowly, slowly, um, you know, yes. push it aside.
3: As an old saying goes, a right that is not exercised will soon be lost. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we need to use our rights. Uh, Christians have got as much right as anyone to speak. Mm. And moreover, in fact, we uh, have history on our side because the entire culture that we enjoy in Western civilization comes from the Bible, comes from the Christian worldview, doesn't grow on a tree. And so we absolutely ought to be reminding the culture as to how it is that we order ourselves and why. And we just need to look around at other nations or look back in history to see how bad things can be. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go there.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Hey, um, guys, time is going uh, fast today, but that's great because uh, we have um, lots of things, as I warned you from the beginning, my dear friend listening, that we want to share with you today. Just a little article, which I like to draw your attention because I think that also reflects uh, how important it is to, um, to look into things which proves that what we're talking about, it's uh, reality, it's something real. It's not just uh, fairy tales and uh, stuff like that. I look at an uh, article, says, uh, for the first time, um, a piece of archaeology was found old 2500 years old. Uh, this really caught my, uh, my attention when I uh, look at this, and it says this, uh, an old pottery um, listing the name of King Darius of the Bible has been found in Israel in what researchers are claiming a first of its kind discovery. Persian uh, king Darius, also known as uh, Darius the Great, is referenced multiple times in the books of Ezra, in the Old Testament, in the Bible, as playing a pivotal role in helping the Israelites rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. Darius lived uh, about 500 years after king David of Israel and around 500 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. Again, in the book of Ezra, if you like to check that out, my dear friend listening, in the book of Ezra, chapter 6, verse 14, it says that the Israelites finished rebuilding the temple according to the command of, um, of the God of Israel and the decrees. Of Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes, kings of Persia, many scholars believe that uh, that is the, um, the great um, uh, is different than that is the mid. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a different thing. And many people actually, scholars, uh, they even will say that the book of Daniel was written after the events took place, you know. Uh, but that's another thing. Um, now, David, I just want to come back to you again on uh, on this one. How important is that archaeology proves that what the Bible speaks about, it's true and it has, uh, has value Rather than uh, we just to say, ah, oh, we are here, oh, you guys, you just believe in uh, in the Bible, that weird book. And you talk about the end time events and all those things and Jesus. But When archaeology proves these things, how important is that? Yes, it's so
3: very important that uh, the archaeologists have the opportunity to go about their work. There's a lot of politics involved with archaeology, unfortunately, so we don't always get the detail that we'd like. There's not the same freedom that there should be. Nevertheless, uh, in in the last several decades, really throughout the last half of the 20th century, I would say, there have been some fantastic discoveries Mm. which uh, wonderfully anchor Scripture in ancient history. It's uh, been proved time and again that what the Bible claims is historically valid, it's accurate, it fits in with the culture of the day, I'm reminded of the story of the the famous um, Old Testament scholar, uh, William Foxwell Albright. In fact, he was my teacher's teacher's teacher. All right. And he, as a young scholar, said, oh, yes, the book of Genesis, well, the consensus is that that's a political pamphlet composed in about the second century B.C. So he said that as a young man. And then as further archaeological discoveries occurred, he completely revised his position. He was open enough uh, to have the integrity to do that. And he realized towards the end of his life that the book of Genesis is absolutely anchored in real culture, real history. The the price of things, the the narratives, the, uh, the, the cities, the geography and such like, it's all been shown to be absolutely authentic. So that's enormously comforting. And it means that when we find this... Uh, this clay shard that turned up towards the end of last year, although the news has only come through in the last couple of days, but as it's been uh, unearthed uh, there in Israel with the name Darius on it and giving the date as Mm -hmm, well uh, mm -hmm. of, of when it was inscribed, then clearly what the Bible says about Darius is something which is historically reasonable. And it means that we can have uh, so much more confidence in scripture and we can refute the naysayers who just say that it's narrative, fairy tale, or uh, fiction, something like that. Mm. No, these are real people and we have details increasingly about their lives and their work coming to light. And what that really means is that we should look at the end times prophecies in particular, our role currently and in preparing for the future. Mm -hmm. And know that what is said
0: in scripture there is believable because this stuff is anchored in history. Yes, and what I like also that uh, accidentally was found by two hikers uh, in Israel, one of them being the um, international media advisory for the uh, president um in in Israel, and uh, I found it quite fascinating, you know, that even how they shared that they were looking around thinking that somebody is is really putting a, a crack there together for them, you know. To <laughs> well, he's <laughs> having
3: a day off from politics. I suppose we'd better send Tracy over there for her next holiday and see if she can well, find something. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, look at that. <laughs> but look, uh, thank you so much for sharing on this. My dear friend, you're listening to Fate FM, Drive Time, BQ&A here from Adelaide, and we are talking about uh, this... Uh, uh, aspect and the question we have for uh, today how do I live in the waiting time because we are we are talking about the Bible Jesus and end times now we just uh, confirmed through even to this piece of uh, uh, archaeology and discovery that uh, the Bible is true and the books like Daniel and Revelation which speaks about the end times in a prophetic language uh, trustworthy and we need to pay attention and listen to to that we are going to move a bit uh, further into our uh, subject but just uh, another plug here and we'll be back with you uh, very shortly this program is made possible
2: by the support of Adventist World Radio News is full of bad news: wars, viruses, political corruption. It leaves you wondering if there's any good news. Join Faith FM presenter Nick Credder for Secrets of Prophecy, a deep study into the Bible and the good news it promises for you and me. Secrets of Prophecy is happening in multiple locations all around Adelaide right now. So to find a time and location that suits you, call or text zero four double seven three five seven double six zero. That's zero four double seven three five seven double six zero.
0: Don't hesitate to contact us, and we're very happy to have you part of one of those Bible studies. Now, End Time Hope. This is the offer which have for today, and it's a wonderful book by uh, Mark Finley. The code is S A one zero five. Please send that uh, code to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and uh, this book is yours. And uh, yeah, you'll enjoy learning about it. But, Tracy, just before we uh, um, moving on into our study, we have uh, another thing which we'd we'll like to advertise. It happens in your church, actually, here in Adelaide, in Brighton Church.
1: Yeah, as I said earlier, we've got on Saturday the 18th of March, we've got Dr. Ron Neller from CMI Australia uh, coming along. He's a geomorphologist and a CMI, CMI speaker. He's going to be coming along at 11 a.m., and his topic is from Evolutionist to creationist, and there'll also be an afternoon um, uh, program as well, where he'll be talking about false teachers in the modern world. So I, I would really invite people to come along. I know they'll be blessed by that, and. I'm sure we'll have a great lunch in the middle of that. So, you know, come along for the day and uh, meet with us and enjoy all of the great information that Ron will be sharing um, with us. So that's at Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church, 10 Amelia Street, Hove. Uh, if you've got inquiries, you can contact Faith FM here on, what's the number? 4 or phone Pastor Gary and his number is 0438-066-635. We look forward to seeing you there.
0: And it will be very good to actually uh, uh, ring Pastor Gary or send a text message to that number because uh, yeah, you may find even more uh, information directly mm-hmm. from uh, mm-hmm. Pastor Gary. All right, Tracy, uh, in the little time we have left today, uh, let me ask you again, how do we live in the waiting time?
1: Well, we shouldn't be guessing about it, should we? We mm. know, we've heard today about we've got more evidence of the trustworthiness of the word. So we go to the Word and find out what the Word has to tell us about what to do in the waiting time. And Jesus has actually said quite a little, quite a bit to us uh, in Matthew 24. In Matthew 24, uh, 3 to 14, I won't go through it because of our mm. time constraints right now, but it talks about all of the signs of the end, and it talks about rumours of war, earthquakes, all of those kinds of things, and it talks about, a uh, know that when you see the things, you know, this is just the beginning. It's like the beginning of of the labour pains. Uh, but those are given as signs. But what he then goes on to say is that he gives instruction about, you know, what should be done in this waiting time. And he does that through a series of parables that he gives. He gives the parable of the fig tree, the parable of the wise and foolish virgins and the parable of the talents. And I'd just like to quickly go through those uh, just to to um illustrate what he has to say. So in Matthew 24:32 to 35, Jesus says, "Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near." at the doors assuredly i say to you this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place heaven and earth will pass away but my words will by no means pass away mm. so what's he saying there he's saying you know i've given you information about what the signs are keep your eye out For those signs, and I find it very helpful when I'm looking at what's happening in the news, you know, what's happening globally, that I always turn my attention back to the scriptures to look at those things with a scriptural lens to kind of say, okay, well, how should I interpret this? You know, where are we up to in Time in the, you know, as we head towards the end of end of time, uh, we know that no one will know exactly the day or the time. Mm-hmm. We're told that, but this parable tells us you're not going to know the day or the time, but you should have an idea of it approaching just as in nature there are signs because to tell us because preparation
0: is not about to know an exact date preparation is to know about the event uh, coming and as you was just says as you see that these things approaching this is actually from god mm. it's a very uh, kind thing you know to allow us to to know these things and not to be surprised to have time to prepare actually this again Describes or shows the amazing love of God for it, each one of really us. It
1: really does show that balance between faith and justice, doesn't it? And I think of Amos three seven that says, "Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but He revealeth His secret unto His servants, the prophets." So, so you know. God is telling us these things. You know, it's up to us. Do we have our ears and our eyes open? So, if I move on to the next parable of the wise and foolish virgins, um, now that's quite a, a long parable, so I won't go into that. I know we're, we're a little bit, um, a scrap for, we're a little bit hurried for time today. Um, but what it talks about is five foolish virgins, five clever virgins, wise virgins, who they're all waiting for the bridegroom. And so they take their lamps, they've both got the lamps, but the wise ones are distinguished in that they actually take extra oil with them. The foolish ones don't. And so the bridegroom delays, and we know that the bridegroom is symbolism for the Lord. The bridegroom delays coming or coming. To them, Mm, it's mm. a delay. You Mm. know, they expected he would be there. And so when the cry comes... Uh, the the wise um, virgins they get up they get their lamps ready they put a little bit of extra oil in it trim the the wick and they're ready to go and they're ready to go out and meet him, but because it's taken so long the foolish ones they've got no oil left you know they're virtually mm. out and they say to the others you know can you actually give us some and they said we can't do that you know we might not have enough for ourselves mm. but what is this meaning to us parables are always you know they're they're
0: lessons object
1: lessons, there are object lessons mm-hmm. yes um, the the oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit and this is about people not being prepared well enough mm. for when the Lord comes. You know, the wise ones were the ones who were prepared. They actually had the Holy Spirit with them. They had enough of the Holy Spirit with them, if you like. Yeah. Um, and And that made the difference because the foolish ones, when they tried to get themselves ready,
4: mm-hmm.
1: it was too late and they yeah. were locked out. And quite yeah. interestingly, the bridegroom said, I don't know you. Yeah. So, you know, that that's the, the the thing for us, how to live in the waiting is to be using that time to prepare.
0: Yeah. Just very very important one. What I like about this uh, parable about the 10 um, uh, virgins, virgins yeah. is that it describes the state of the Church, if you like, God's Mm. people. This is not about some believers and some non-believers. This isn't about those people who profess to say that they are Christian, they know about Jesus, they know about God, and you still can be in that category of people, uh, foolish.
1: Well, it says that all of the virgins fell asleep. Yeah. All of them while they were waiting, you know, so... We know that that all of the church is not awake as as should as as, as much as it should be at this time,
0: and that's the call for um, even doing this sort of programs to bring to our attention again the importance of. Knowing what's going on. Now, while uh, I'm looking at uh, some of the messages there, I just want to clarify for our friends listening today, uh, if you are requesting the offer today, I saw one there. it's um, uh, coming with the code SA15. Is SA105. Make sure that you have that correct because otherwise you may get another offer which you may not enjoy it as much, but all our offers are really good. Again, that, that uh, offer is, um, uh, let me see here. End time hope. And you can send, continue to send that uh, code to 0488880811 with the code SA105. All right, Tracy. A little bit. Um, we have a few more minutes here. Yeah, let's see another example.
1: So I talked about the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, 14 to thirty, also being another parable which tells us about what how we are to wait in how we are to live in the waiting time, and that talks about um, a, a, a gentleman who he's obviously. Um, uh, got servants working for him and he's actually going away to, to another. Uh, place, and he uh, gives different talents to the servants. Some are given five talents, some are given two talents, another one is given uh, a single talent. And the one with five actually goes and trades, and, and he's then got another five to be able to give to uh, his his boss when he comes back, and uh, likewise with the two. The single, the one who's only been given the single talent, he actually, he's really you know got a got a really bad perception of his his boss actually he sees him as a cruel and harsh boss boss and he decides to just go and bury it because he doesn't want to end up losing it and then you know being in strife uh, and what happens is when when um the boss comes back to the country uh, he is delighted at the servants who've actually used those talents um and uh, they've profited for him, and he's he's uh, not very happy at all with the one who has just held on to that one talent. He, he's he's put it in the ground and done nothing with it. Um, so, what we need does- to be an
0: active Christian. We need to be uh, um, progressive, if you like, uh, to bring benefits for the kingdom of God. We cannot afford to say, "Yeah, I gave my life to Jesus, and then now I'm free. You know, I can do everything in life." I'm saved. You know, I heard that many times. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I, th- I think this, this what I get from this parable is that we're expected to use the gifts, talents, resources that God has given us in order to bring fruit to him to assist in the multiply mm. of his kingdom. But I would have to say that when you are converted, I believe it's a natural thing to want to use your talents, want to use your resources in any way. I think the more and more we work on our relationship with God and He and the Holy Spirit slowly transform us to be more like Him, this stuff will happen Mm. more automatically. Yeah,
0: And in these parables Tracy, which you just uh, brought to our attention, and yeah, my dear friend, uh, please take time and uh, go into the Bible and look for these uh, wonderful parables like uh, Tracy mentioned, uh, the Victory in Matthew 24 or um, uh, the parable of the uh, virgins in Matthew 25 uh, again in Matthew 25 uh, the parable of the talents you see they have very wonderful lessons to learn and uh, to prepare ourselves for the times we are going to face David, um, David Lima, is still with us here in the studio if you have uh, uh, maybe a thought uh, in regard to what we just um, uh, said here Yes, uh, I love to go back to that example in
3: ancient um, times because I think that the Apostle Paul was bearing them very much in mind. When he reaches the end of his life, he realizes that the Lord's coming will not be as quick as some had had presumed. And uh, as an old man, he's really preparing the church, which relates to the modern church as well, for this time of, of waiting. Mm. And so he says to Timothy uh, to, that he should... Pray for the civic authorities. Why? That we may live peaceful and quiet lives. So the peace there relates to the Old Testament term shalom, seek the shalom of the city, which was the instruction to God's people in exile, and pray to God for it. So I think Paul is looking directly back to the Babylonian experience. Mm -hmm. This takes us back to the time of Darius to link us to the earlier part of the program. But he is learning a lesson there for the New Testament church and it comes to us today that we are to pray to God for the king, even pag- a pagan king who might be running things. You know, Pagan governments seem mm-hmm. to be taking over mm-hmm. all over the world. Well, we're to pray for them, but more than that, we are to seek the shalom of the city. So we're to be an active people. And going back to those parables that you've re- referenced, Tracy, of course, uh, we think of the Lord's return. Uh, we don't know when it will be. It'll be a time when we don't expect. Mm. Even though we're mm. waiting for it. We're all going to be surprised. <laughs> That's what he said. Mm. Uh, and we need to be ready. Those wise virgins had trimmed their oil. They were preparing for the Lord's return. Each of us need to
0: be ready for him today. Or whenever it might be, we don't know, but mm. we've got to be ready. That's a very good uh, point, David, because uh, indeed uh, the Bible says that uh, Jesus will uh, return, you know, in, in, in that time that again shows the condition of us all that we may be surprised. Hopefully not. Mm. Hopefully n- uh, none of us here and all those people listening today and many many others will be surprised because hopefully we can read in the Bible, God said, I, I will not leave you in the darkness. I will provide everything was necessary for you to know, to know the times, to know the you know my uh, the the coming of of my uh, you know second return. Mm. And I think that's wonderful. Uh, we need to go back to the Bible. We cannot afford just to hear here and there about the Bible. We need to search the Bible ourselves to, to see it in the context and to understand, because there are many people who can deceive us. Mm. They will come with all sorts of ideas, all sorts of interpretation. And as David said, uh, David, even a bad king or a bad uh, leader, mm-hmm. it's still in the puzzle, In the puzzle where God is in control of everything. My dear friend, don't be carried away with what's happening around the world and don't fall into uh, temptation or even to be afraid. Mm. Give yourself to God. Mm. Give your life to Jesus. He's in control of your life and he's in control of everything that moves under the sun and he will uh, take you through. Now, you are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, BQ&A with Nick Rita, Tracy Papandreou, David Lima from Family Voice Australia. And under this theme, the Bible, Jesus, and the end times, we are asking a question today. How do I live in the waiting time? We look at those examples, uh, the parables in the Bible, and there are many, many other things and good advice how to live, how to Be ready and prepared. Not like the preppers, you know, which, uh, uh, because of all those uh, apocalyptic uh, sceneries, they just want to save their life here, Uh, making all those bunkers and all things like that. We need to be prepared for the home which Jesus promised us when he was ascending into heaven. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when I'll prepare a place... I'll come back and I'll take you with me. That's a wonderful thing. That's what we're waiting, not for any uh, protection on this uh, world, you know, because of an atomic uh, uh, situation, but to be prepared and not to be deceived in regard to the truth, which we speak through this program. Tracy, I'm um, coming back to you again. How can we bring it together a bit? How can we summarize in a few words um, and assure again our listener and each one of us uh, that we can wait patiently for the Lord, oh, as it says I, I, in Psalms.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, you know, going going back to what we were talking about before, you know, there's great wisdom in the Word. Um, I think just in summarise, we're to understand what God says about the signs in our world and view all the things we see happening in the world through a biblical lens. I think, you know, God wants us to know about these things. And, you know, as we said, we're not going to know the day and the time, Mm. but we know when we're heading closer uh, to those times and that should alert us to the, the need to question ourselves. Am I prepared? Am I? What, what? You know, Mm. what do I need to do to strengthen my relationship with the Lord? Um, uh, We have to be prepared for the return of the Lord. Um, It won't work to try to get prepared at the time of the last cry. It'll just take too long to get prepared at that time. You'll be left outside because the Lord will say that he doesn't know you. So Mm. now is the time for people to be real with themselves and where their relationship with God is at. And, you know, to ask God to strengthen that relationship, to understand what they need to be doing with their time and to... Um to ensure that, that they are actively, um, they have activities in their life to strengthen that um, relationship with him. And we must use our gifts, talents and resources to bring profit to the Lord, to bring others to his kingdom. And that all happens through the Holy Spirit transforming us so that yes. becomes more of just who we who we are instead of you know just being worried about saving our own skin. Mm-hmm uh you know we 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 have a um, we have a natural inclination to want to share the good news with others that they can be part of it you know so i think you know and obviously yeah. prayer is a big part Absolutely. of all of that um yeah. but i just you know i i can't underline enough how much wisdom there is in the bible and how much we miss uh being able to uh be aware of and incorporate that wisdom into our lives here on earth Mm, mm. as well as the life to come uh, when we don't actually read it as the divine source that it is for us.
3: Well, Daniel was a keen student of Jeremiah, of course, and he understood the times. Uh, Daniel applied himself enormously in preparation for what might come. He was taken, as the listeners will know, in exile to Babylon. But instead of just waiting out, riding out the storm and, you know, waiting for the restoration, he applied his energies. Mm. So, firstly, he was tested and found to be um, a a fellow of great aptitude. Now, he could have deliberately messed up his test, you see, Mm -hmm. because you know what happens when you pass the test. You have to go to the next level, (laughs) and uh, he certainly went to the next level. But he also learned the language and literature of the Babylonians. Very difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. Very difficult. I know that. he applied himself. (laughs) And then, of course, he was given a... Pagan name, and he he had to wear that. Yes, uh, Joseph. Similarly, in the book of Genesis, he received mm-hmm. a pagan name mm-hmm. and a pagan wife to go with it, with it. But um, you know, it's a small price to pay for faithfulness to the call of God, and we're so much the richer for those two individuals, those great wisdom leaders of Scripture, Daniel
0: and Joseph, because of their willingness to do their part. I like that you you put in the picture that uh, again because it's so true we are in a similar situation you know Um, and we need to be like Daniel we we don't need to be those uh, to freak out you know because of uh, wow what I read here in the book of Matthew chapter 24 Mm -hmm. and then Dropped everything down, you know. Strange. We need to carry on and be even more responsible with our life, what we do and represent God, who God is, as Dan- Daniel did with uh, those tests. And we may be tested uh, today, my dear friend. Yeah. You may be tested yourself right now. Stay strong. Yes. Be like Daniel and God will take you through to the next level, mm-hmm. as uh, David right. was just saying. And this is the time of preparation. That's Probably, uh, Tracy and uh, David, um, to answer this question, how should we wait? Yes, well, three three words come to my mind. Watching, praying, working. Absolutely right. Watching, praying, and working. And working. And, you know, the Bible says that to do your thing like uh, with all your strength, as you'll be here for a thousand years. But prepare as your life will end or as Jesus may come tomorrow. You know, today, But as you
1: say, don't get freaked out about it. God's in control, even when it might not look like he's not in control. Absolutely. He is very much in control. Correct. At yeah. that point,
3: we're told to lift up our heads mm. because our redemption is drawing near. So we don't need to be downcast by world events or mm. by problems that are happening. This is our ministry opportunity. So, aha, we're rising up. Uh, Joseph, when he heard the pharaoh had bad dreams that no one else could interpret, he said, aha. Uh, Daniel similarly ah right this is my we're not we're not all going to be put to death after all because I can bring the word of god to the situation so yeah. they're rubbing their hands together for the ministry opportunity i wish that more of us could rub our hands together and grasp the
0: opportunities that come to us that's great hey uh, guys uh, wonderful to be with you today in the studio here and thank you so much for your uh, input um, wonderful um, um yeah Thoughts, you know, and uh, good questions here, Uh, my dear friend. The program is coming to a close, but I like to just bring to your attention again the offer which we have: End Time Hopes by Mark Finley. You just need to send us a text message with uh, with sa one hundred and five, and this book is yours. Now, also, I would like to invite you to join us next time because uh, we are continuing with the Bible, Christ, and radical salvation. I think that's uh, very important also to uh, to be part of that. And a question which we'll start with will be, can love be defined? Until then, may God richly bless you. Walk with Jesus. Be strong in these times we live. We live indeed in the end times. Um Settings, and we see that surrounding, uh, surrounding us every minute of our life. But be strong and faithful. God is coming again to take us home. God bless you. This program
2: is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
4: My soul with patience waits for thee.